why don't I ever know? Oh, here we go. Okay, so this sign is like for not allowed. And the teacher's like, what? what's not allowed in your in your in your house? And I was like, I was gonna say like no smoking. So like this is smoking. This is smoking something different. Is that allowed? Yeah, well, no, none of them are allowed. Uh none no. of them are smoking or smoking yeah none of that smoking none of that smoking. i never knew but anyway whenever i'm trying to say like it's perfect i always sound like i'm about to like i always look like i'm about to smoke like, I'm like it looks perfect <laughs> you know i don't know what's going on perfect. uh you ready i'm ready Um, did you ask if I hit record? <laughs> did you hit record? I, I'm checking right now. I believe I did. I believe I did. I just, the only reason I asked is, remember for a long time, that was part of our um, tradition. Did I hit record and is the mic on? You know, I believe it is. As soon as we, you start playing the music, I was like, did he hit record? <laughs> I don't know. Tess, it is, I, I got to, where are my notes? Here they are. I'm kind of... What's the right word for what I am right now? I'm something. You know? You're kerfuffled. I'm all fluffled. <laughs> <laughs> fluffled up and fluffled down. How has your fortnight been, Mustas? Um, it's been all right. I am. Uh, these pigtails are pretty cool. What's going on over here? Thanks. This is my, um, I didn't have enough time to do my hair, hairdo that I do. And um, this morning, I went outside and it had snowed yesterday. Ah. Snow was all over my car. Oh, wait, is this a bad thing? I thought it was a good thing that it snowed. I had to go to work, but oh. there was snow all over my car. <laughs> so I was trying to scrape it. Uh huh. And I was out there for like 10 minutes and I got like this much. <laughs> so I called Brett and I said, Brett, will you please? scrape my car for me so that I can get to work on time. I was like, these are the options. Either I call and tell them I'm going to be like an hour late because I can't unscrape <laughs> my car. Or you could do it while I get ready. And he was very nice and he scraped my car for me. But I just really quick went up and put my hair in braids so that I could go to work. I never knew that braids were the quick option. I always thought they were like work, right? It really depends on the braids. <laughs> oh, your your okay. instincts are correct. There are some really complicated, beautiful braids, but I don't know how to do them. Um, okay. This one is very quick and easy to do. <laughs> I can show you. Just grow out that beard a little longer. <laughs> I, we, we were talking about it earlier. I don't, I don't <laughs> know how long this beard is getting. I think I'm just going to always keep it at kind of like this. I think it looks fine. I was watching, um, you ever watch old, uh, you ever watch Jason and the Organauts? Do you know what I'm talking about here? Oh, wait, are those the like Harryhausen, like stop motion? Yeah, like they're, so Jason, spoiler alert, fights like a bunch of claymation skeletons at the end. Like that's the most famous thing, yeah. And anyway, I was like watching and like, it's like really like 
just the sides and like the bottom part is like what all those dudes had. Like, so it was like they, um, uh, is it 70s or 60s? Yeah. I don't know. That's an old movie. And it was like their idea. What? Is that what they call that? Yeah, a real, a real chin strap. That's what I actually call when I have like a bad day. I was like, how was your day today? I was like, it was a straight up chin strap. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, real quick, I feel like we should do an actual intro. Uh, this is the same team, y'all, uh, podcast. Uh, my name's Eric, and this is my good friend. I miss Pat. Yeah. Yeah, and we meet once a fortnight. Uh, this is our second episode since the great hiatus. And uh, we meet so we could talk about stuff we love uh, and uh, um, sometimes tell us in the library and now and also life lessons we've learned along the way just to make your life a little bit easier. And uh, oh boy, I got my notes. Can I tell you why I'm all flubbered gusted? Because I was really prepared. I had notes and I had the thing I prepared to show you for for my challenge to you later, you know, the cake challenge. Um, speaking of which, you know what I didn't bring? <laughs> I didn't bring a cake. Um, you know what? It's okay because I actually procured a cake and then I ate it. I thought and you were going to say, I thought you were going to say, I, and then I mailed it to you. Check no. your door. <laughs> Check <laughs> your, <laughs> the, the cake is at your door. Get ready. Um, but anyway, um, long story short, Freya was sick today. So I was off. I was off work to take care of my sick child. She's much better now, um, but I had my notes and all my stuff at work. So I had to like, think about it. Like, what was I even going to do? And, you know. It's okay, Eric. It's okay. But, oh, I was going to say, um, but I do know the first thing. It's our quote, right? Of the Fortnite. So let me bring this up. Um, I don't know if I can do the screen for everyone to see, but we should be able to hear it. You tell me if you hear this, Tess. Okay. <laughs> this is how we do the live testing. So this is your your quote of the Fortnite. You ready? Yeah. Dear fellow humans, here's something interesting and very, very true. It's about every person, even me and even you. People can be peopley, unkind because we forget. We need each other, all of us, even if we haven't met. Years ago, scientists made an incredible find about just how much we're all intertwined. If one little particle meets another little friend, their brief interaction really has no end. Each particle pulses at its own frequency, and then a connection happens that the eye cannot see. It's something that for years, scientists have been trying to explain. Einstein called it spooky. It baffled even his brain. The particles would go their own separate ways, but if one particle pulsed, the other was phased. Quantum entanglement is the word that they use to explain the unexplainable connection it produced. The world will be brighter if we can all see that I'm a part of you and you're a part of me. We're tangled all together, no matter our location. Notes in a symphony, stars in a constellation, like birds in a murmuration, creating figures in the sky. Maybe one day we'll understand. We all help each other fly. Don't settle for the world from just your angle. Remember we're all part of one giant dream tangle. Dream tangle. A my, dream tangle. My God. I, heard of it. I, I, I gotta tell you real quick, Tess. Um, not to be like 
you know, I'm looking at this on YouTube and I see a bunch of ups, up thumb ups, and I see zero thumb downs. This is never, I think this is the first video I've seen. And oh, wait, it was just posted four days ago. Never mind. Wait. <laughs> Give it a little while. <laughs> oh, man. I got so excited. I was like, did we do it? <laughs> um, why did you choose this quote, Miss Tess? Uh, I thought that it sort of perfectly encapsulates our philosophy of same team, y'all. Eric and I started this podcast years ago because we wanted to remind everyone that we all are on this planet together and we're all on the same team. And even if I don't agree with you or you don't agree with me, the planet, in order for it to go forward, we all kind of have to still be entangled, whether we like it or not. And so we should try to like it. <laughs> and I, we should try to have try to have patience with each other. And um, so I, I just thought that was such a, uh, also it was just really cute, um, that uh, narration. The narrator is very much like a, and I, this is, I don't know, this is a, like a stereotype in my head. It definitely sounded like a farm kid, <laughs> like a farm kid's explaining quantum entanglement to me. Cause it was like, where else? It's all called quantum entanglement. I was like, yeah, you're right, buddy. We got to do those chores, don't we? You know? <laughs> No, you you bring up a great point, and I I've made a decision lately, Tess. Are you ready for this? Okay, I'm ready. So you know me, I have a complicated uh, relationship with this podcast, <laughs> and I've decided. So we had a breakthrough um, uh, 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 seven months ago, eight months ago, when we did our our episode before the great hiatus, <laughs> after the the first great, the second great hiatus where we're going to do this podcast, but we can't change the world. Right. You know, I've had another revelation that it's just you and me having funsies. And if anyone else is listening, we hope you're enjoying it. Um, so having, having said that, uh, let's take this opportunity to really put on our Jeff Goldblum masks and like really deep dive into this because, um, uh, uh, real quick, as I was I was I was listening to this quote, and um, it's one of those six. Okay, here we go. So we've done this before, like this pen in my hand, right? <laughs> right. You know where I'm going with this, right? Where did the Where did this pen come from, Tess? This pen that I'm using the right now, you know? Did it come from the the stars? All of the particles? No, no, knock it, knock it off. Well, I, I I was just gonna I was gonna say someone I've never met ever designed this pen, right? Like there's a patent for this pen, right? And someone purchased it. I don't know who did. And then I bought it from their store and it had like this journey before it even got to my hands. And I know it's like, well, I, I don't have time to think about that, but I like to call it like the, uh, like the cosmic view of, and you can't do it all the time because you'll lose your mind. Our brains aren't made for that, you know? Um, but like, I like that because it's like, you take this pen idea and like that's, I'm connected to whoever designed this pen, right? You know? Right. And or it could that farm you, kid who did the quote, you know. And it could drive you crazy like you mentioned. And I think um I think maybe it drove you a little crazy. Um and and then we came to the conclusion that this podcast isn't gonna change the world. I mean maybe it could, but it probably won't. But it's the like one thing that you and me can do. 
you know, like if, you know, they, they say that you need to be the change you want to see in the world. And this is us doing that. It's like our, our one little positive thing that we put out into the universe every fortnight. Well, and also, you you know, we, we moved recently. So like, what better way to keep us accountable to stay in touch than to have a podcast, right? So I need to have a podcast with Elizabeth and then Belinda and Josie and just like rotate them out. And it's like, it just recording so that I can stay in contact with everyone uh, since I moved, you know? Mm. Real quick, I'm sure you remember the next segment. You ready? I'm gonna play a music and you say a word. Do you know oh. what's coming up next? Yeah, I do. Okay, here, wait, I'm gonna play it. And then when it runs down, you do it, wait. Okay. Wait, can you hear this? Okay, listen. Was, you know what? That was pretty good. That was really nice. Um, okay, I'm going to go through. So I had mentioned last time that we, after our last great um, break, we got uh, three messages that I'm so grateful for. And, um, you know, for everyone that did message in and they were excited about us being back and then suddenly we were gone again, but now we're back. Uh, you know, we apologize for... Um, any confusion but real quick our uh first email is from our good friend morgan binnix formerly known as morgan binks um no relation at all to jar jar binks and uh uh, uh morgan uh, sent us a nice long email so i'm not going to read the whole thing do you mind if i read these tests is that okay to you absolutely read yeah. as much as you want read as much as i want okay if well i just wanted to you want to read part of it that's fine whatever you do you eric i'm gonna do me yeah <laughs> yeah okay uh morgan says hey eric and tess i'm thrilled your podcast is back uh well we're back again morgan congratulations uh the timing could not have been better my library just reopened to the public so listening to your podcast has been a great source of joy through this stressful time you had asked for listeners to share their reopening tales so i thought i'll share a bit of mine uh, Morgan says, I work for the Anne Arundel Public Library. We offer curbside only service for about four weeks and we have been open since July 6th. I don't know if that's still, um, if they're still open or not. I mean, a lot has changed since then. Uh, pretty much the entire staff immediately went back to work full time. It's certainly been an adventure to say the least. I definitely related to what Tess said about feeling obligated to maintain excitement and enthusiasm when that's not necessarily how she's really feeling. Uh, that was definitely me. I'm not in management, so I was not making any of the decisions. So I felt like my role was to be a constant yes man, to do whatever I was told to do with enthusiasm and encouraging attitude. I made the choice to keep most of my anxieties to myself because I feared it sound like complaining and I didn't want to bring down the morale among the staff. Oh, right. We were talking about that. Like, it's okay to feel the feels, right? Mm-hmm. Morgan says, um, phew, that was a lot. And I skipped some of that too. Uh, you're going to show as much as little as you like on the podcast. Thanks all for the great work you're doing. And I wish you and your library is the best blessings. Morgan. Thing, I think we talked about this last week about um, how I learned in mindful story time that there are no bad feelings, mm -hmm. that, but sometimes you feel things that you don't want to feel. And it sounds like... Morgan was feeling some of those feelings and I feel for her. Um, I think that Anne Arundel County is closed to the public again. I feel like I heard actually not a great story where like there was maybe some 
harassment of staff and then they had to like like people didn't want to wear masks and stuff oh like you mean members of the public were giving them a hard time yeah Yeah, not the staff but so i feel like it might have been even like a concentrated effort amongst like a minority group not minority group but like a small group of people in Mm. that community who maybe don't like the library anyway don't quote me I know that it happened at a library and I feel like it was theirs and they very sadly had to kind of like revert back like they had opened up a lot of things and they had to shut them back down because if we can't you know if we can't wear our masks and be safe then then you know we can't we can't operate that way you know um And so um, I really feel for you, Morgan, if that's what happened. If that's not what happened, then just don't listen to me. But I know that it's happened at libraries, other places. It's kind of, it's been a hard time for everybody. And I think everybody's really stressed out and um, people manifest that in different ways. Um, And uh, I hope that she's keeping safe and that everything's going okay. <laughs> yeah, and Morgan, sorry we left again. <laughs> I always feel like uh, I always feel like it's like uh, someone's at the door. Is it Santa? And then you open it, and, and there's like a note, like, "Well, I'll be back in six months, maybe." Um, but yeah, give us an if if you are listening, uh, send us an update. We would love an update of what's going on at your library. And and uh, to speak about like that, um, um, what's the word? Opposition to wearing masks, like. Uh, I think that's the thing a lot of libraries are kind of uh, dealing with where like no one, and I could be wrong. Maybe I could, I could definitely be wrong, but I don't think anyone became a librarian to become part of the, the mask police, you know, but it's part of the job. Oh, way one of my supervisors told me is uh, you come in the library, you got to wear a shirt, you got to wear your shoes and now you got to wear your mask. It's what you got to do. And, and it can be difficult because I've definitely had a few moments where um, I've had some patrons uh, that really don't want to wear one and give me and other librarians a, a tough time about it. You know, so it's a, it puts everyone in a difficult spot because uh, we became librarians to help people and to please people. And it's hard when um, people- And there's a barrier angry. to that. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. Um, and those masks are uncomfortable. Listen, well, nobody yeah. wants to wear them. Like I, they drive me crazy. They fog up my glasses, but- we got to do what we got to do. Okay. Here's the real thing. So I like to take a little, little detour from emails for a second. You know what I, I've been thinking a lot about this because you talk about masks. You're right. Like they're not fun. They fog out my glasses and all that, but I've thought of several things about masks that I actually really like. Are you ready for this? Yes, I am. Okay. Here's at least two. Here's two. So anyone's listening, here's two things that I like about masks. And in the far future, when we're not wearing them anymore, I'm actually for realsies going to miss them. Number one, I'm eating lunch. Do I have food in my teeth? I don't know. Okay. Doesn't, doesn't matter. I'm wearing a mask. No one can see my teeth. Also, I'll follow this under the same file. Do my does my breath smell bad? Who cares? I'm the only one who can smell breath right now. I got a mask. And yeah. Here's... I've um I like to stop wearing makeup. Like I I used to feel societally obligated to paint my face every morning. Mm. And I've just stopped because I I think to myself, no one's seeing my face anymore. Like between my bangs and my glasses and my mask, like you can't even, so I was like, what's the point? And so I just stopped doing it. And yeah. it's very, it's been very liberating. Yeah. I completely stopped brushing my teeth. I haven't brushed my teeth since March. I mean, it's yeah, incredible. Right. <laughs> Mental hygiene is important. <laughs> 
Did you know that your mouth is attached to your heart? It's what? Just, what are you talking about? It sounds crazy, but tell the, me about this. Your like oral hygiene is all is like attached to your heart health. Oh. You need to take care of your mouth because I don't know how, but I know that it affects your heart. Okay. I may have made that up, but I don't care. <laughs> it actually know? sounds like super profound. Like your, you know, your heart, your mouth is attached to everyone's heart. Everything about that. The um. Oh, and the second thing, and this one. Okay, this is true. You ever um, interacting with someone, and you're kind of like, "Ooh, this person." Do you know what I'm talking about? I'm like, this person is kind of annoying me or bothering me or i might have a face uh, expression on my face like what are you even talking to me about well that mask it's hidden they don't know i look like a bank robber you know just you know you gotta like keep uh keep track of that because when we all take our masks mm-hmm. off, you have to fix your face and make sure that you have a smile <laughs> I, d- I did i so i actually had a moment so i was at work um this is several weeks ago and i was uh uh, I was getting something to eat. So I had taken my mask off, you know, I was in the break room and, you know, far from anyone, but someone came in uh, who I, I just felt like reading my book. This person's talking to me and I knew I was having an expression on my face and I purposely put my mask on just to, just to hide that expression. So that's the thing that I've really enjoyed about my mask, you know, so. It also kind of like backfires though, cause there's been so many times that I've smiled at people um, because I felt like they needed to see a smile. Like maybe if someone was having a hard day and I was smiling at them, or maybe I just want to acknowledge somebody like they were like, oops, sorry, I jumped in front of you and I wanted to smile and be like, it's fine. And I, <laughs> I can't communicate that in any way because all they're seeing is this. Oh, they can t- Here, wait, wait, cover your face again. Okay, now smile. Okay, wait, stop smiling. Okay, yeah, you're right. I can't tell. But I like to imagine people can tell when I think I smile with like my whole body. When I smile, like I'm convinced. Maybe this is a placebo type thing. I'm convinced when I smile, people know, even if I'm wearing a mask. They're like, oh, holy baloney. Look at this smiling man. He's smiling at me. Everyone know? was telling me that for a while. They're like, you got to smile. With your eyes. Yeah. Smiling with your eyes. Yeah. Tyra Banks talks about this because runway models aren't allowed to smile, but they can't look like they're dead inside. So you have to smize. I don't think that I have um, perfected the smize. So what I've been doing is throwing a lot of thumbs up to people. Okay, now we'll do it again. You watch me. Watch. Okay, here's my face. No smile. You see that? Look at that bad boy. You can tell I'm smiling. Here, watch. No smile. Smile. I think it's the eyebrows. Yeah, where are your eyebrows at? Do you They're have under eyebrows? My wings and my oh, glasses. yeah. See, uh, for listeners, if you don't know what I look like, uh, I'm a bald man, so it's all eyebrows. It's like eyebrow central up here. <laughs> so <laughs> funny. You're, you're right. It's about the eyebrows. Um, our second message <laughs> is from our good friend, married to Jar Jar Binks himself, Mrs. Binks, patron artist of the podcast. Um, Mrs. Binks says, "Man." It is so nice to listen to you guys again. And and we're back again. Uh, life has just been so hectic with everything and things are tough worldwide. You guys continue to be such a beacon of happiness when everything else feels unsure. Hearing your guys' voices again in a while just gave me such a happy kind of feeling. Thank you guys so much for continuing this podcast. Legitimately, one of the things that makes me so happy in these trying times. So much love for you guys. Please stay safe. Little heart emoticon. Aww. Mrs. Banks. Mrs. Banks. That's great. 
because Mrs. Binks's art has always brought a lot of joy to me. So I'm glad that we could also bring joy to her. Mrs. Binks, the um, thank you so much for that kind message. Uh, let's see, in our last one, let's see if I can find it real quick. I have to bring it up again. Here it is. Okay, so our last one's actually from our good friend, Jill. Oh. Let's see. Here we go. And Jill's along too. She she sent us an email with some stuffs that she's loving. Okay, here we go. Let's see. She said, it's a long one. Uh, we are going to, I'm going to go with the first stuffs that she's loving. So this is her official stuffs. Um, I've never heard of this before, uh, but it sounds incredible. Um, marble sports videos. Oh, do you, yes. Do you know what this is? Has she talked to you about this? Because you still work with her. I realize I, I don't anymore. I don't still work with Jill and I don't think that she and I have discussed marble sports but marble sports is incredible and you should definitely like just sometime you're hanging out on YouTube just like like search for marbles and um yeah there are these videos where they they basically play like Olympic games but it's it's marbles she and has a she gave a link here i'm gonna put it in the show notes so you guys can find it, it. it from gels marble runs because it's of it's gels marble runs yeah yeah she said uh she described it and this is in jill's words uh, that they create super elaborate tracks and game setups and then release turn uh release teams of marbles to run them i'm trying to picture this in my head the teams and individual marbles all have names and personalities and other marbles are fans and officials which makes sense in a world of marbles and a very earnest announcer reports the action as if the marbles were living athletes with strategies and skills they do marble nascar style races marble olympic events it's seriously awesome and watching the videos is absorbing and funny and soothing all at the same time so jelly's marble runs and there's mm -hmm. a link uh that is that i'm going to include down there is a stuffs that our friend jill is loving oh my goodness right they're so good yeah <laughs> this actually when i was reading jill's email made me think a lot about um and we'll get there we'll get there but the the challenge that you issued to me the idea of people <laughs> being very passionate and into and 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 playing things straight of uh something that someone else might think is silly so right. um those are our emails. You were talking about some stuffs we love? Yeah, let's do it. Let's see if I remember the button. It is... This is the stuff that we love. We love! This is the stuff that we love. We, we love it so much. This is the stuff that we love so much. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. And I gotta say, if, if it didn't come through in my 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 voice and my eyes and my whole body uh thank you so much jill morgan and mrs banks for your emails um because we it's so i very much appreciate it i make this analogy all the time i drink a full-on glass of v8 do you know where i'm going with this every single day and when i say a big glass i mean a big boy so like if a can is where's there going with this if there's a can that is two servings of vegetables my glass is probably four servings of vegetables. I drink it every single day. I love V8, Lou's V8, V8. To this day, I love drinking it. You know who I've never sent an email to of telling them how much I love them? Who, Tess? 
Is it V8? V8. So it means so much to me whenever someone sends us a message, uh, an email or a message on a review or anything like that saying that they've enjoyed the show because you did not need to do that. And we very much appreciate it. So. By the way, if anyone out there wants to email us, yes. our email address is sameteamyall at gmail.com. You mm. could also tweet at us at sameteamyall. Also, if you search for Same Team Y'all on YouTube, you'll find videos of us and you can comment on those. Yeah, in the future, all of our episodes are going to be on there. It's just our faces. Um, I haven't done the one from last week yet, but we'll get there. You know, priority is the, the actual podcast, I think. And then we'll yeah. get them on YouTube. Yes. We also have a Spotify account if you want to listen to our playlist. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm so glad you brought that up because lately I've been listening to a lot of music because I've got like a long drive now to work. I drive like a 50 minute to an hour drive, which I don't mind because I like to sit in my car and just chill. I get my tea every morning. I get my tea and I get my music and my my car now. I mean, it's my new car, but I've had it for a year. It has seat warmers. So I get my seat warmers going. I get everything. I'm I'm like it's like a spa. I'm driving to work on a spa. And I listen to um, uh, I listen to podcasts and music. all that to say is I've been listening to a lot of music and I've been wanting to add it to one of our um yeah. playlists. So I uh so we have our uh, our same team y'all playlist and then there's a haters blockers playlist mm -hmm. for when you need to block haters. But there's a few other playlists on there. For instance, I made a playlist of all my favorite Disney songs that you can go listen to. Um, uh, I was kind of in a dark place about six months ago, and I made a playlist for the end of the world. <laughs> you want to listen all to this that? Is new <laughs> this is news to me. I didn't know about these new playlists. Uh, yeah, you should go on Spotify. I think... I think I'm going to make, by the way, does, um, cause I know behind my head is my diploma. Does it look like I've got like, uh, <laughs> look, you know, it looks like to me, um, that, you know, when you go on airports and you pull that handle up on your luggage, yeah. <laughs> does it look like I got like <laughs> one of those handles coming out of my head? Like, okay. Oh, <laughs> anyway. Uh, anyway, that's a thing. Um, oh, I was going to make a playlist about, um, something about, uh, all things connected or like, oh, a cosmic view of things, you know, like that. Whoa. You know? So. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. What's there a... is a playlist of all the songs that make Eric cry. Oh yeah. Yeah. I need to add to that. Cause every time I think of one, I'm like, Oh, this is one I need to put on there. <laughs> Any other one. Um, since I did so much reading, would you like to do the first love of this segment sure. or the, the only love? Because our, our first love was emails. Emails. Yeah. And um, Morgan and Jill and 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 Mrs. Banks, of course. Sending lots of love to them. Um, Eric, would you permit me to last week you let me mention three of my favorite YouTube channels? I'm would shaking you, my head no, but yeah, you've can, so would you sure. permit me to share three more of my favorite YouTube channels? You know what? <laughs> you may certainly do that. So I, I know it's a, it's a loophole in the love system by saying like, I like this thing and here's three things of this thing. But you know what? It's fine, sister. It's fine. The same team y'all police are hopefully yeah. not. <laughs> no, it's perfectly fine. I want to know what these three YouTube videos are. I will be, I will be brief. Okay. The first channel is a guy named Pompsy. <laughs> P P-O-M-P-S-I-E. His name's Pompsy. That's like, it's short for like 
his last name is like Pomparelli or something. And, um, but he lives in Las Vegas and I really love the city of Las Vegas. My grandmother lives there and I spent a lot of time in that city and I love it. And Popsy lives there and his videos, he likes to go to hotels and stay there and do reviews of the hotels. And he okay. also, he also does live streams where he just walks around and you get to just like walk around with him and look at Vegas, which is interesting right now because of COVID. So there's, um, he talks about like things that have changed and things that haven't changed and, um, gives his like suggestions and, uh, and he's also, he's a filmmaker. And so the, uh, the videos are very visually stimulating because he like shoots from like different angles and he oh wow yeah anyways i really like his channel you should go and give him some love and just like take a walk around las vegas with popsy and um oh the next one oh the next one i wanted to talk about is a <laughs> channel called cinema wins okay which I feel like a lot of people go on YouTube to specifically to complain about things. Um, there's I, a lot, there's a lot of negativity on the internet in general and specifically on YouTube. I feel like there's so many, like if you look for anything on YouTube, like the like top five suggestions are going to be like, why that thing sucks. So that's <laughs> why does the, why does this exist? Yeah. You know, people people yeah. tend to really question the existence of things for some reason. Yeah. So, <laughs> Like if you look up a movie, for instance, you're more way more likely to find videos criticizing that movie than celebrating that movie, whatever that movie might be. And this channel, Cinema Wins, uh, he just does videos about how great movies are. Oh, that's and, awesome. Yeah, so he'll be like, uh, uh, all the reasons why Mad Max Fury Road is like the best, part yeah. one. <laughs> and i love that i just love that he's putting positivity out into the internet because i feel like this is that's the reason we do stuff that we love mm -hmm. is because we prefer to look for things that we enjoy in the world than to focus on things that we don't enjoy about the world and i feel like his channel does that really well and i love it they should check out cinema wins well we had talked we, i mean we talk about this all the time is that like that doesn't mean you have to like everything you're allowed to not like something but you have to also take a moment or we encourage you to take a moment and before you put a comment out there like is it needed <laughs> like does the world right now need someone like need does the world right now need me to say um uh, I'm trying to think of something I don't like in the world. What's something I don't like? Um, uh, you, uh, you didn't really care for the Warcraft movie. <laughs> there we go. Does the internet, does the world need me to put a comment in there like, uh, that was okay, or you know what I mean? Like, I don't know, or something. Like, no, because uh, guess what? A million other people already commented that. You know, it's not needed, you know, so... And then the last um, channel I wanted to do a shout out for is the channel of a man that you and I really admire. Oh. I David Lynch. Oh, <laughs> I thought you were gonna say Ryan Dowd, but yeah, okay. Oh, yes. <laughs> we both do admire Ryan Dowd, but I don't know if he has a YouTube channel. But I don't know no does David Lynch. And every day, David Lynch has been going on his YouTube channel and he posts two videos the first one is a weather report 
where he tells you about what the weather is like in Southern mm-hmm. California where he lives. And then the second one is where he picks a number and tells you what the day's number is. And so good. they're amazing videos and he's wonderful. And I just like to see him every day because he's an older gentleman. Actually, he just celebrated a birthday and I think he's like 75 or something. How was the party? You were there, right? <laughs> <laughs> wish that I had been invited. Um, but I uh, I just like checking in on him and making sure he's okay. And he usually does like a little, maybe sometimes he'll tell you about something he's been enjoying. Like he talked about today, he talked about a song that he really likes and, um, or he might give you an update. Like, I think it was, I think it was yesterday. He talked about how he got his his first dose of the COVID vaccine. Oh, cool. He went to Dodger Stadium and it was really well organized and pain free. And so I just, I just love. So if you look on YouTube at David Lynch Theater is his channel. And um, it's just, it's very wholesome and I love it. That is so, great. I, I've actually, oh, sorry. Oh, no. no I was just going to say that YouTube is the stuff I, I've been loving. <laughs> again <laughs> i feel like so youtube's one of those things where there's so much there's so much right like it's almost like it, it's it's unquantifiable like there's just so much and it's one of those things that i think it's perfectly fair to be like okay let me just pick out to be honest you picked out three of all of youtube so i mean that's that's pretty darn good you did a great job um i've watched some of david's uh um uh weather reports the report and, they are pretty amazing because it's just like him like looking out his window and being like, <laughs> let me look at what's going on out there. Um, it's funny and, and 71 degrees Fahrenheit today. <laughs> okay, so um, if I'm ever invited to David Lynch's birthday party, <laughs> right? You ready? Yeah. I'm going to walk in there and I'll be like, I've got your present. So here, how about this? You be David Lynch. Okay. And I'll be me. Okay. Ready? Okay, here we go. Eric, uh, I'm so happy you came to my birthday party. Of, of course, David. Of course I would come to your birthday party. This is incredible. Um, I have your present right here. Oh, great. I can't wait to see what you have gotten me. Okay, here it is. You're doing really great, Tess. Here it is. And I hold out my hands like this, right? You ready? And they're empty. Okay, and then what does David Lynch say? What is this, my boy? <laughs> what do you call me? And I go, look again. And then he looks again, and they're filled with cream, cream. corn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what would he? What, yeah, what would he? If anyone hasn't watched Twin Peaks, the Twin Peaks, the Twin Peaks thing, would he like that or would he think that's derivative of his work? Wow, that's a great question. Yeah, yeah. Here, you get to decide. You're reacting. I've got the cream corn dripping out of my hands onto the floor. Son, you're getting Garmin Boja on my <laughs> carpet. Sorry, David Lynch. If you're, yeah. if you're listening to this, David Lynch, I really apologize for that impersonation. <laughs> Here, these are for you. Thank you. Okay, Um, if, since I permitted you three, um. I hope you permit me to discuss a video game with you for oh, my stuff that I'm loving. And I know that, you know, I know it's not your, I got to tell you, it's, it's not Animal Crossing. So is that? I'm ooh. still, 
excited to hear about it. Okay, cool. So this game, uh, I've been playing it on the Nintendo Switch for about a week now. Um, it's called Hades, created by Supergiant Games. Uh, I think this is their fourth game. Uh, the concept of the game is that you play as uh, Zagreus, uh, the son of Hades, Lord of the Underworld, and you want to escape the Underworld so you can find your mother in the real world, Persephone. Um, the main, the story is interesting, but the main hook is that it is a rogue light. Are you familiar with this phrase in video games? Uh, it is uh, essentially the idea is that you start with um, very little uh, extra buffs and abilities. And then as you go through these different chambers, you gain more buffs and abilities in this game from the Olympians. Like they're, they want to help you escape the underworld because they all are like, Hades is a jerk. Come join us on join us on Olympus. That's amazing. Here's here's a buff that's gonna make your sword have lightning powers. And here's a buff who from Dionysus who's gonna give like everyone they call it like hangover, but it's essentially like poison, you know? And here's this. And so anyway, you play and you get strong and strong, but it's extremely challenging. And then when you die, you start at the beginning again. You lose all your stuff. And you, 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 there are some things you collect that, so you do have some progress, but it's mostly you're losing it all. And then you do it again. And the rooms are kind of like randomized because the underworld is, is constantly shifting. And that's the loop. But the thing that's so great about this game, why I've really liked it, because I know that's kind of a hard sell. Man, it's like, and it, you just do it again. Like you just <laughs> keep dying. Is that the gameplay is so rewarding and the loop is so rewarding too, because most games, um, like the, a typical video game loop is, uh, let's say a game is, I don't know, 30 hours long, 15 hours long, right? Over the course of that game, you're probably going to get stronger and gain abilities. And over the course of 15 hours, 30 hours or whatnot, and then you are extremely strong and then you beat the game. But this game is each run, like run towards the end, right? Is only going to be like 30 minutes or 40 minutes. So you get like that whole experience of like, boom, 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 boom. Like within a 30 to 40 minute snap and you're always like there's a magical moment test because sometimes i do a run and i'm like i'm nowhere gonna i'm not gonna get near the end because i've done 30 because it keeps track of your stuff so it's like i've done 30 runs and i'm nowhere near the end so i'm not, not gonna lose but i'm just getting resources so that's that's fine but there's always a magical moment where i was like is this it is this the is this the one because i've got just the right number of abilities and oh when i was here last time i had a lot less health is this it is this it no, it isn't. Boom, back at the beginning. And you're just like, ooh. And uh, it's very satisfying is what I'm saying, Tess. Very nice. Would you say that it's the stuff you're loving? I am. Uh, I will say if anyone is interested in playing it, I think it's on PC. I think it's on like everything. I'm playing it on the Nintendo Switch. It runs very smoothly. Um, I will also say that it's very challenging, but there is a thing you can turn on. Um, and it's not a good, it's not a great, it's not named well, but it's called God mode. Um, but it's not, you're invincible. What it is, is that when you die, um, it gives you a 20% like, uh, resistance to damage. And then each time you die after that, you get like two more percent. So like 20%, 22, 24, and there's no downside. Like if you turn on this God mode, you don't like miss out on the story or anything like that. It's just once again, games are for funsies, so don't worry about it. You're not a bad game if you turn it on. And um, and also, it's still plenty challenging with that mode on. So um, Hades by Supergiant Games is a stuffs that I'm loving. It's incredible. And I normally don't put video games on, but 
I don't know how many hours I put in in like this in this past week, and it's just like so addictive. Like, oh, let me do one more. Oh, I died. Da 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 da. What am I gonna get this time? Oh, I got this buff. Oh, I got that one. This one's new. You know, it's killer. So, yes. Very nice. Do we have music for? Oh, what were you gonna say? Oh, do we have music for the cake challenge? Is that what you meant? Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Okay, you ready? Here, wait. Oh, here, wait. I did the, here, wait. This is for cake challenge. You ready? Oh. Are you going to be the vocals? Oh, sure. Sure. Oh. Cake challenge. Okay, there we go. Okay, do you have a question for me? Uh, did you um, watch We Are the Champions episode about dog dancing? I Watch the episode We Are the Champions about dog dancing. I did. What did you think? <laughs> I, I actually I took notes. Hey, let me look at this real quick. I, I, I took notes. Let me look at these. I didn't have my paper with me, so I text them to myself. Let me look at this. Should I um while you're looking for that, should I kind of tell the audience a little bit about what you watched? Yeah, do a quick what is a cake challenge? And then oh. what did I watch? Yeah, and yeah. I'll find the notes. Oh. So Cake Challenge is a game that Eric and I play and it originated with um, us wanting to like challenge the other person to watch something or do something that we really liked. And then the incentive was like, if you don't do it, then uh, then we eat cake or we do, you do it and then we eat cake while we discuss it. I really forget how the cake got involved, but it's basically like I challenge Eric to watch something. He watches it, then we discuss it, and then he'll challenge me to watch something and I'll watch it and then we'll discuss it. And you all can play along at home mm-hmm. and um, uh, take part in the challenge. And also, if you feel like it, you can eat cake because mm-hmm. any excuse to eat cake is all right by me yeah that's a great synopsis yeah i don't even remember how the cake got it i think it was a punishment i think if you didn't do it you were supposed to bring a cake cake yeah you're supposed to bring cake because that was back when we were recording in person at the library but then i think we just always brought cake and then okay so then what was the thing that i had oh so for for listeners tessa's challenge to me was a show on netflix called we are the champions specifically episode five about dog dancing, right? Okay. Um, and so, so the thing is, okay, let me think about this. How do I want to talk about this? Um, <laughs> there's a lot going on, Tess. There's a lot going on. Um, uh, okay, so it, it is essentially a show about competitive dog dancing. And so first and foremost, I learned a lot about the sport. Okay, so I, I, here's, I'm just going to read my notes. Uh, it's Polina's Life Calling. Because Miss Polina is a, is one of the women who is on the Russian team for dog dancing in, I don't remember what the organization or the competition, it's not the Olympics, but it's a... They would like it to be an Olympic sport. Yeah. And if you're, if you're out there and you didn't watch the episode and you're like, what is dog dancing? It, yes. is, it is what you're thinking. It is people dancing with dogs. And it's almost like almost like a floor routine, like at a gymnastics competition. Um, they present a dance, and then they get judged on it. I yeah, that's about right. I so I, I kind of went through a whole gamut. So I'm going to tell you right now. I, I sat down. And I was like, let me watch this, and I watched it the night before we were supposed to record originally. You know, and I don't think I was in the mood for it. I was like, what is? 
what is going on? What is Tess having me watch? And I'll tell you right now, it wasn't the, it wasn't, so, okay, first of all, let's tell you, Cake Challenge, the point isn't, like, did you like it or not? That that could be a thing. There's so much more to talk about. The thing that got me, though, wasn't the, sh- the dog dancing itself, but was, like, the narrator, because I have never seen We Are the Champions, so they kept doing a lot of, like, um, uh, 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 Polina's um, dog Lasha is the best around. Uh, no bones about it. <laughs> and then her partner is really sniffing out the competition. And I was like, okay, I don't know if I'm in the, I don't know if I'm in the mood for this. I thought but, you puns. You know what? Maybe I was just jealous. I was like, these puns are too. These puns are too good. I can't get into it. But I'll tell you what got me is when I'm watching this and I, I don't know anything about dog dancing or frankly for any sport, really. Um, I do like the idea of people. Um, the idea is I, I like that the dog dancing episode and maybe the whole show We Are the Champions kind of shows that like, okay, here's the deal. Like to some people, dog dancing looks silly, but to these people, they're very passionate about it. And I like the idea that it maybe puts up a mirror to, let's say, I don't know. And this is coming as a guy who's not a football guy. Uh, If you look at football (laughs) and you go, so wait, they throw a what? And these guys get paid how much? Oh, and they don't care about COVID restrictions. Okay, I understand, you know, that it could be, that's who's to say what is ridiculous, right? And I like that about dog dancing. I like that a lot. And that's why I thought that, that's the part that I thought it would connect with you Mm -hmm. was that I think um, any of the episodes, they do an episode about chili eating contests. They do an episode about um, a a hair, there's like a hairstylist like tournament basically where like who has the best, who can do the best hair. It's all these things that maybe people think are silly. Um, But these people, that's, it's their passion and who's exactly like you said, who's to say that that's silly and football is okay to be, <laughs> to feel that way about, to be fanatical, like they're fanatics. By the way, that narration is, um, did you ever watch The Office? Yes. You I did watch The Office. About The Office, um, Dwight Schrute, the actor um, who plays the character of Dwight Rain Wilson does the narration for Really? I did not even recognize him. He yeah, must be doing like either, because he I feel like he does it in such a sincere way. Like he the narration like he takes it as seriously yeah. as the people competing. And um I think maybe that's why I didn't recognize him at first because I, I usually recognize him as such a character. There's also, there's a scene in that episode where they finish a, a dog dance and um, there was a Rottweiler is this woman's partner. I think I know what you're talking about. Okay, continue. Sits up, or she, I forget what kind of dog it is, but they sit up and and she places a pearl necklace around, around his neck and that's like the finale of their, of their dance and it just, that image just kept me going for like weeks and weeks and just was such a wholesome and lovely image. You know what? I am so happy you brought that up because I don't know if I was going to mention it, but so the thing is, I, so, you know, I have a dog I have, well, it's complicated, but I do. So, so dogs, don't you? Well, okay. Here's the deal. What's going on? Am I going to, I've got a break. I got breaking news. No. So it's complicated, but chippy is okay. Okay. 
um sasha um she's probably okay so she she got we talked about this before she was getting really old and sasha is my was my husky she's getting really old and very hard to take care of and so we found someone who wanted to take care of her for okay. us a very nice man named jan and his mom always wanted a husky and his mom can't really leave the house that much or she no she can leave the house but she can't i don't know she's she needs something anyway they're taking care of sasha Anyway, this episode made me miss Sasha a lot. Is what oh, I'm do. sorry. If I had known that, I probably wouldn't have suggested. <laughs> the thing is, Sasha was never like a a playful dog. Anyway, like she would never have danced with me. Is what I'm saying. You know, um, <laughs> I bet might like to dance with you. Chep might dance with me. Um, all that to say is that I've have dogs, but I don't really go like Gaga for dogs. Like some people do. Some people that I know that I'm really close with, that, like really good friends of mine, I don't go crazy for them, and I don't usually go for like clothes on dogs either. Like that doesn't really get me. But I will say, when they put that necklace over that dog, I don't know what is happening, but it is. It's a legitimate magical moment. I don't know why. I don't know why. The look on the dog's face. I think it's because the dog is happy. Like it it did its thing. They yeah. had fun and they put this necklace on the dog and the dog looks downright like majestic with this necklace on. And I don't normally go for like dogs wearing clothes because like a dog's a dog and a tree's a tree and I'm a man and that's a desk and that's a, you know, whatever. But like the, I know, look at you. But this dog wearing a necklace, like I was like, it was like a piece of the universe got locked into another piece, you know? I'm glad that we're on the same page. Thank you. Um, Eric, I love dogs, as you know. Actually, um, my shirt says, I like dogs. Oh, um, it's true. You've got the shirt, so. I, I might be a little bit obsessed with dogs, so maybe that was, like, why I was, like, biased to suggest this episode. But um, my dog would not dance with me either. But the dogs that are in the episode, you can tell that they um, are being treated very nicely. Like, if anything, they are being cherished above all other creatures by their dance partners. And that was another thing that I really liked about the show is because um, also, I don't mind a dog wearing an outfit. I think it's kind of cute. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm not saying <laughs> like it's not. Like a little bandana that is that gets me every time hey and nothing hey no like if someone else thinks it's cute and sometimes it is cute but i'm just saying it's never gotten me going is what i'm saying you know that's okay but i i also love that just because like i feel like i'm a very um open-minded tolerant person and like even if i really don't like agree with you about something i i will always try to find the positive but if you don't like dogs, I secretly in the back of my mind think that there might be something wrong with you. Like, <laughs> like why? Why don't they like dogs though? Like, <laughs> that's like a personal bias that I have to work on. Um, but that might also be like why I suggested it. Although, like I said, I didn't know about Sasha. I'm happy to hear that she's found like a, like a nice retirement home um because um she's a really beautiful soul and um i love her and i'm happy to hear that she's being taken care of yeah. and i also love chip and i hope that chip is getting lots of attention now that uh chip is an well, old dog. Ch chippy's <laughs> like the lone dog of the house so she gets all the attention she gets all the food she gets all the attention 
Oh, I um, miss so much. Yeah, and Jan, uh, Jan had two smaller dogs that Sasha really hit it off. So I think I think it was a really good fit. It was just like he what Sasha needed was someone who like Jan's mom who lives with him who whose job would be to take care of Sasha, you know, and that's what she wanted to do because we we just didn't have the time, you know. And who knows? Maybe Sasha is dancing somewhere right now. Maybe, maybe <laughs> wearing a pearl like, necklace. Oh my goodness, she was like, uh, you know what? I will say that Sasha was probably like, well, I don't know. Like, I was about to say, like, she didn't wear clothes, but like, she was like a profoundly gorgeous dog, Sasha. I mean, so she is still. I don't know, Jan. Still beautiful. I always like I Jan. Was, if you're listening, say what. <laughs> I said, Jan, if you're listening, tell me how uh, Sasha's doing. Email me. I, I thought you said Sasha, if you're listening. <laughs> I always felt like Sasha was like your supermodel best friend. Yeah. Um, And then as she became older, then she would kind of morphed into like your retired athlete best friend. Like she's still like drop dead gorgeous, but she's like a little older. And well, that's, you know. The thing is, Sasha, like we used to run together all the time. And before I was a dad, it was like we were doing stuff all the time. And then like uh, I became a dad and I was running less and then I wasn't running. And then I like forgot I owned a dog and it was just tough. She wasn't getting the attention she needed, you know, and um Anyway, boy, this is Sasha, man. Sasha and Lasha, because Polina's dog's name is Lasha, remember? Yeah. So, um, but anyway, cake challenge, I, I feel like going forward, it isn't a, I hope this other person likes it thing. It's like we're discussing it, you know, like, yeah. don't feel like, oh, Eric didn't like it because he hates dogs or something. No, no. But I'm just saying, like, you know, they, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I'm really excited to hear what you have plan for me yeah so i had it i i left it at the library because you know i had to call out sick today but let me look at this i have to look at my account real quick okay okay so i'm issuing this challenge to to you tess and um if anyone uh listening would like to partake in the challenge um the challenge is um the children's book it's called the stuff of stars by Marion Dane Bauer, um, last name B-A-U-E-R, The Stuff of Stars. Um, I'll put a link to um, something, like it's Amazon page or something, so you know you've got the right page. And so this challenge comes with a, a, a caveat. Um, you have to, um, when you read this book, um, you're, you have to only uh, be reading it. So no, no book, and the tv's on so you shut the oh, tv off you, you know this is the the challenge i'm sorry i drive a hard bargain um multitasking no multitasking so the the tv's off and I, you need to sit in a in a comfortable chair or just be comfortable okay. sit down maybe get a warm beverage right okay and then when you read this book so this is uh um you can hopefully find this from your local library. If they are closed, see if you can place it on hold online and make an appointment curbside. That's the thing a lot of libraries are doing. Um, so another part of it, you need to get a warm beverage. And then when you read this book, another you need to read it out loud and really take your time with it. Like just like you pick it up, look at the pages and read it. No more to the challenge, but that's the challenge. Is it a chapter book or is it like a chapter book? 
No, not a, okay. G great question. It's like a picture book. So okay. part of the reason I didn't feel bad adding uh, extra caveats to this challenge is because um, your challenge was what like a 30, 40 minute episode. Something, yeah. Yeah, we're we're never gonna make the challenges be like really long. Um, but yeah, this is a picture book, so you should be okay. able to knock it out even if you take your time. Uh, the stuff of stars by Marion Dane Bauer. Um, published in 2018, hopefully you can find it through your local library, is the challenge that I'm issuing to you. Great, cool, thank you. Cool. Um, hey, Eric, have you learned any life lessons lately? Did you learn a life lesson this week? I did. That's great. Let's talk about it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> no i didn't learn lessons at all it's a, it's a terrible week okay don't believe you <laughs> so i was walking around out in the darkness and i was looking at trees and i had a, oh this is where i was thinking about this is i was like maybe i did have an idea to change the world remember when we were like we can't change the world but i was like maybe i could change my world so i, I was looking at trees as you do and I was thinking about trees and I was like, what are trees doing? And like, what do trees, what do trees need to like live? And like, what does their life look like? Cause I'm always thinking about Tess, let me ask you this. Sometimes does it seem like life can be very complicated? Sometimes a little overwhelming. And sometimes even like we were talking earlier, someone coming into the library with their not wanting to wear their mask, right? Like, that is more than just um, people not wanting to wear a piece of fabric over their mouth. I'm guessing it's also because they've told themselves a story about that piece of fabric and what it represents and what other people are doing. And sometimes like just cruising around on the internets and seeing what things, or even earlier when I made that comment about, oh, no one downvoted this video that Tess picked out, right? Like I'm telling myself a story and I'm constructing this whole world. And I was like, you know what? Let's simplify things. So I started looking at this tree and I decided there's only, everything we do can fall into four categories. You ready for this, Tess? I'm ready. To live. My lesson here is called be like a tree. You ready? Number one, you gotta eat. You need food to live. That counts as water too. You need water. Number two, you need to sleep, right? Trees eat. And they also have a day-night cycle. They have a seasonal cycle. You need to sleep. Number three, you need to work. And I don't just mean like work, like at work, but there are things that we have to do that we don't want to do. So that counts as going into work when we're tired. That counts as maybe doing the dishes. That counts as talking to that person you don't want to talk to. That counts as exercising if you feel like you really need to for health reasons, work. And the last thing we need to do is love. The things that don't fall under eat, sleep, or work should fall under love. So that last thing, let's say uh, watching the dog video, right? You know, real talk, it started off as work because <laughs> it was a, it, the challenge was issued, but I'm watching it and I'm loving it, right? Uh, so I, I think those are the four things. And if you think about it, if you think about life that way, GD life can get pretty darn simple, right? That sounds like paradise to me. Eat, sleep, work, and love. And if there's something you're doing that doesn't fall into those, let's say uh, trolling the internets, right? 
late night reading those comments, uh, maybe you don't need to be doing it, right? Um, and so anyway, just real simple lesson. I just, I was thinking about it and I was like, if I view everything I do through that lens, life seems pretty darn simple, you know? Uh, raising Freya, for example, some parts are work, right? She was sick today, throwing up and looking sad. And it was tough. But that overlapped with love too, you know, like they can kind of like a Venn diagram type of thing. Um, and uh, anyway, that's my life lesson. Uh, be like a tree, people. I like that a lot. Yeah, do you? <laughs> Seriously, I'm going to be thinking about that. Like I'm going to be going through my day and I'm like, this is work. That's love. Time to sleep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was thinking of it because I'm always, you know me, like I get, I, I tend to get overwhelmed easily. That's the reason yeah. we took the first big break of the podcast. Like I felt like the library, the podcast is work. And there's some parts where it's like, okay, I do need to set this up. That part's work. But if there, there wasn't any love, we wouldn't do it at all. Right. And I love doing it with you, you know? Aww. So that's awesome. Yeah. You like anyway. a I'm like a tree. Yeah. Be like a tree. I love it. I think, of, I think about it all the time. One day I would love to be a tree, you know? Maybe one day you will be a tree. I mean, if I, well, here's the deal. When I die, I guess all my body, my body and it's all of its nutrients will go back to the earth, right? And go there, into a tree. And there are some people who believe that you have a soul inside of you and that when you die, something happens to it. Some people believe it goes to heaven or to the other place. Sometimes some people think that it goes to heaven for a little while and then it comes back down and you are something else. Or some people believe that your soul just goes directly into the next thing, depending on what you did in your life. Yeah. Maybe, maybe you get to be something better or something worse, depending on your karma. Um, so I mean, we don't know. We don't know what happens to us. Maybe you will be a tree one day, Eric. I would love it. I would love it because it's just like so like simple, right? You know, like, I don't know. This is incredible. Have you watched Soul on Disney Plus? I have not. Oh, a good, a good movie, man. It's it's good. Like, it looked, I'm gonna say, it looked depressing to me because I so, was like, oh, the guy dies. And then I, I don't know if I like that. So, Soul is such an interesting movie. So I watched it like when it, cause I was really excited about it. And it's interesting because, so I watched it with Freya and I've watched it with Freya a couple times now. So we, we both like it. And it's very like, um, like heady, like very like, oh, so this is what they're saying about what it means to be like a human. And this is what they're saying about like what it means to have like a spark in your life. And I was like, is it too heady? But Freya loves it. She loves, she'd like, she'd like, oh, Joe Gardner, which is like the main character. She'd be like, Joe Gardner's being silly. I'm like, yeah, he's being silly, you know? So it was like, uh, and it, it, I will say, um, I, I don't know if it's depressing, but it is, it does get serious. You know, it's a Pixar movie, so it gets a little serious, but boy, I really like it. I don't know if I'm ready to throw this gauntlet down, but, and once again, we don't need to say something's my favorite. Like who needs to classify it? But if I did, it might be Saul. It might be my favorite Pixar like movie, Pixar maybe. Movie? Or movie ever. No. I, I mean, that's got to be The Matrix, but... <laughs> <laughs> Another heady film. <laughs> no, we, we talked about this, Tess, because um, we usually end the podcast with the positivity party, but I think we discovered 
when we do it through zoom the music it, it like when we talk it like cuts out and stuff like that so what did we what did we rename it we decided that instead of a positivity party it's mm-hmm. a pause for positivity <laughs> i've i've been listening this i've been writing down as a pause pause it's a pause <laughs> positive positivity pause it's a pause pause um and as to be positive yeah welcome to the pause pause and uh it's gonna feel weird without music but we'll get used to it um and so the pause pause is when we all take a pause to talk about something positive about um this world where we like to take a moment to think about something that we're thankful for and something that we love about ourselves and we encourage you to do the same thing uh what's something that you're thankful for miss tess so something that i'm thankful for is um as you know, I work for a library <laughs> and libraries have directors who direct the like mission and course of the library. And um, our director is uh, a very, very kind man named Michael. Mm-hmm. And Michael um, advocated very strongly for library staff to be included in the latest um, round of covid vaccines oh that's incredible yeah and i guess every time he had a chance to say i think that you should vaccinate the librarians um he did he took that chance and um the health department was like sure and so i got um my first dose like a week or so ago and um uh, all my uh friends and co-workers are getting vaccinated because because of our director. And um, I think that's really awesome. And I'm very grateful for him because he didn't have to do that. And I know that there's a lot of library directors out there that are trying to do the same thing and they have not been successful. Um, and I hope that they will just keep trying the way that the way that ours did because he, he just didn't give up. And um, it paid off. And uh, so hopefully our staff will be safer because of that. And I'm really grateful to him Holy for smokes. fighting for us. That was awesome. That is really good. Good yeah. for you guys. Yeah. Uh, uh, I know. Oh, hmm? go ahead. I was going to say my system, we, we haven't gotten ours yet. I think we're somewhere in the line, but it's going to be a while, you know? Yeah, I know it's, it's hard because everybody wants it. Yeah. <laughs> and well, there are some people who don't, but we don't have to talk about that. Um, <laughs> but um, a lot of people want the vaccine and they, and I think the government has kind of had to be choosy about who, rolling it out to certain groups of people first. And of course, all of our healthcare workers kind of got it first, and then they're moving on to um, other essential workers and people who have uh, like age, uh, who are kind of like senior citizens. And so um, right now in our county, they're vaccinating folks who are 75 and older. Um, so aren't like David Lynch's in the world need to go get their vaccines and, um, Jeff Goldblum's of the world. Um, and then, um, uh, they're, uh, they're vaccinating educators and, uh, people who work in the continuance of government, I believe was the, the phrasing that they use and the library, if you think about it, ideally, 
um, is both of those things. Like we're, we're kind of part of the government and the county government. We're also part of the education system. And so yeah. like me is natural made sense, but to some people, maybe it wouldn't, <laughs> it didn't make sense. Like I know for instance, we were deemed essential. Like that word was used during the summer um, when we moved out of our old building into our new building. And then they kind of forgot about that word. <laughs> when it came time to distribute the vaccine, but then they remembered. So that's what I'm grateful for. That's great. That's Uh, way to go, Michael. Yeah. Uh, The thing I'm grateful for uh, in the spirit of being like a tree and decide to keep it simple. I'm thankful for uh, the air in my lungs, the blood in my veins and the nutrients in my body. Nice. And listeners take a moment to think about um, or say out loud something that you are thankful for in your life can be absolutely anything. Sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Does it feel weird without music or does it feel okay? I don't think so. I, I've, I've always uh, been okay with like a little bit of silence. And you some know what? people really don't like it. So hopefully if you're listening, you don't mind a little pause for positivity. I know silence can make some people feel really uncomfortable, um, but I don't know. I'm comfortable with it. And I think there's a lot of noise <laughs> at all times everywhere. And not just like audible noise but like the noise of the internet like you know a noise that exists right out in the world like the 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 things that we just know and i think sometimes having a little bit of silence is okay i uh, I, I when i grew up my dad um he used to say if you can't Im- improve upon the silence then you should just be quiet which i feel like is not really the best thing to tell your daughter but um <laughs> It's something that's really stuck with me. And sometimes I just want to like sit in, in some silence and just kind of like sit with that and appreciate that. And I know like a lot of people are like, why don't you turn on some music? Or... Yeah. No, <laughs> so I know. Did you watch the latest episode of, of that show? Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes it can make people uncomfortable. I know sometimes if I'm at work and like I'm having a stressful time, I'll just sit at my desk, uh, like with my eyes closed, like why do my eyes have to be open at all moments? You know what I mean? And it doesn't mean I'm sleeping and it doesn't mean I'm dead or anything. I'm just like, don't need to be looking at my screen now. And we're talking, this is a minute out of my whole day, you know? You and I are on the same page. Mm -hmm. Eric, what's something that you love about yourself? Um, I like how broad I am. My shoulders are very broad. And not that I'm like, I'm not a weightlifter, muscly guy, but no one would ever call me like wimpy looking. You know, I'm just, I'm a big dude. And I like that I'm, and it's funny because I'm not very tall. I'm just broad. Like I feel like a, like a tall dwarf, you know, me and Gimli would be really good friends. And I uh, love that about myself. What's what, what do you love about yourself, Tess? Um, so the other day I, uh, I had a really bad migraine, um, for legacy listeners of the podcast, I have a neurological disorder called chronic migraines where I experience pain in my head often. Um, and, um, I had a real doozy the other day and I came to, I came to work and I was discussing with, uh, 
with one of my coworkers. And um, actually we were talking about the vaccine because sometimes there are side effects to the vaccine. And one of the side effects is a headache. Um, you might possibly get a headache after you've had the vaccine. Um, and we were discussing it and I said, I said, well, you know, I had some soreness in my arm and I got a headache that night, but I don't think it was related to the vaccine. And my coworker said, it's just because you're really good at getting headaches. And I actually really liked that. I was like, wow, what a way to reframe this horrible thing about my life is like, it's not that <laughs> you're the best. You're the best at getting headaches. I am, I am so good at it. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, just anything could set me off. And, um, and it's just like <laughs> a talent that I have, you know, not a lot of people, you know, can say that, but you know, I'm just really good at it. So the thing that I love about myself is that I am now I'm looking for opportunities to reframe things that are negative as positive things. <laughs> so why doesn't all of our listeners take a moment? I know that it's not easy for everyone, but think about something that you really love about yourself and say it out loud to yourself wherever you are. Oh, I really like that about you too. I am very proud of you for saying that out loud. I am, um, <laughs> you know, it's real quick. The um, I read some books on parenting and they talk about this cycle of, uh, for example, if you have one parent who never says that like they're like, let's say you have one parent who's very like emotionally closed off okay. and their kid is more likely to raise their kid to be very emotionally available who then will go back. So I'm constantly like telling Freya, uh, like, oh my goodness, I'm so proud of you. You know what I mean? I'm so proud of you. And like, I imagine like one day she's like, dad, I'm done with it. Stop saying it, <laughs> you know? But really, all joking aside, listeners, if you participated, we're really proud of you. You did it. Yeah. Uh, this has been episode number... 56? I, I left my notes at at the at at work i think it's 56 i really are you looking it up this yeah been, okay here you look it up this has been episode 56 i'm going to our website oh. which is sameteamyall.com by the way in case you didn't know we had a website mm -hmm. um this is episode 56 eric perfect thank you uh my name's eric my name is tess and once again if you wanted to email us about stuff you're loving um participating in the cake challenge uh, how your library is doing, <laughs> anything at all, really, um, you can email us at sameteamyall at gmail.com. Yeah, and our uh, Tess has been faithfully manning the Twitter stations uh, well throughout the sabbatical, and our Twitter handle is at sameteamyall. Uh, guys, thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it. Uh, you got any closing remarks, Tess? Um. Uh, no, just that we love you. Not in a creepy way. <laughs>